Welcome to the five. Today again, flying solo to give you five things you need to know today. As normal, I'm not overly prepared, but I do have some headlines and some articles to go over to make sure you are aware of what's happening flying solo again today. So TFT Supplies, the business this comes from, uh, we are a little bit short staffed. Ben had a baby a week ago. Josh, who might be here sometimes too, had an appendicitis. So it is just me yet again. I missed two days last week because I had some other stuff going on. And as it goes with a business, sometimes you have to ebb and flow quite a bit. But we are back stronger than ever with just me. So five things you need to know today. College players are able to get paid more and more and more. A new Supreme Court decision just came down today. Uh, a concert rebound. More concerts as COVID restrictions being lifted. USA worker leverage is increasing. A 25-year reunion for Thelma and Louise. And the 100-pound weight gain. That's a rough day. Going in almost that order. So Supreme Court just announced today, this morning, that uh, here's the CNN article, a unanimous Supreme Court said on Monday today that student athletes could receive education-related payments in a case that could reshape NCAA uh, stuff. So people have known for a long time, you can't pay college athletes, and it becomes a big thing because things like March Madness, just one example, makes people billions of dollars, and the players oftentimes get full rides and get an education, which is debatable exactly how valuable that is. But nothing more than that, while these universities make lots and lots of money off the backs of them, and that's been coming to terms more and more and more. In 2016, for example, the NCAA had a eight-year extension of broadcasting rights to March Madness, which paid it $1.1 billion per year. So rough math, eight years, that's about $9 billion over the course of eight years, over a billion dollars a year in payments just for the broadcasting rights. Of March Madness and where does this go so it remains to be seen there were some laws that have been changing let's see uh, the students can receive annual payments of up to six thousand dollars if they maintain academic eligibility uh, so a lot of this stuff is still playing out but the Supreme Court did say that these students these player students can be compensated in more than just an education and I kind of think they should be compensated with more just because of the value they bring to these large organizations like the NCAA. Uh, and the more value you bring, the harder you are to replace, and the more you tend to make. And I think in this capitalistic society, that's kind of what is happening and should happen. So more information will come, but look for more NCAA people, be players, being paid in various forms for their contributions to their teams. Also, next on the list of the five today, the labor shortage has been causing more leverage for workers. So the Wall Street Journal is reporting that something that the, the typical worker has not had in some time has been increasing, and that is that worker's leverage. Because as the dynamic has shifted, you have businesses that are struggling to find enough people to work there. So as that happens, supply and demand. The demand for workers is there, supply is kind of fixed, maybe even going lower based on your political leanings on benefits and wages. But nonetheless, there are more jobs and more employers trying to hire people than people willing to work. So as that 
has happened, there's been a, a shift in the power dynamic of that because if you're needed more than you need someone else, obviously there becomes a shift in the leverage. So let's see anything else interesting here. Uh, average weekly wages in hospital, hospitality and leisure industry were up 10% in May from February, 2020. Uh, it's a worker's labor market right now and increasingly so for blue collar workers, said uh, Becky Frankowitz, president of Stepping Firm. Uh, lower wage jobs are getting higher wages, higher benefits, fringe benefits, uh, and you are seeing companies increase their wages on many of the options because they need to fill these positions. And who knows how this is gonna be because there are various unemployment benefits and various stages based on the state you're in, federal level, all this going on. Uh, it's been easier to not work. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing to say, but it's been easier to get by without actually a, work, a worker's paycheck than has been in a long time. So you have less people at work because it's easier to get by without work. Uh, how you address that can be a whole huge debate, the wages versus the social nets. I'm not gonna get into that right now. I think it's both, but that's a whole separate conversation. But nonetheless, workers are seeing, we're seeing some wages rise and employers trying harder and harder to get people to work for their businesses. Who knows how that's gonna work out as a lot of these things start to, uh, the unemployment benefits start to dwindle away. Some states already have, some states have not. But as that inevitably adjusts, we will see what happens. Uh, a concert rebound. As you might have heard, there's this thing called COVID-19 that happened and is still happening uh, all over the world. Uh, it's been getting better here in the USA, other parts of the world not as much. But as it's been getting better here, people have been getting their vaccines, their safe and effective vaccines. It's allowed more and more things to return. One of those things, including concerts. So uh, some of the big names that are looking to, that are already touring this time, uh, let's see, Foo Fighters, Garth Brooks, Dave Matthews, Luke Bryan, Dirk Bentley, Celine Dion, Maroon 5, uh, Black Crows, uh, you see a lot of genres hit there, probably on purpose, but let's see, uh, the Madison Square Garden, which, you know, big venue, New York City, has uh, the Foo Fighters are doing a show on Sunday, and it's been over 400 days since the venue has had a concert due to the pandemic. So, and in order to attend, concerts must show proof of having been fully vaccinated. Oh, the anti-vaxxers are gonna love that one. Oh my God, want me to get a vaccine? You want me to live and not infect others around me? <sighs> anti-vaxxers, very frustrating. Nonetheless, that is what's happening there. I'll look for more of that as it's going. All right, Thelma and Louise, a movie I have never seen, but the Today Show website has been talking. There was a mini reunion, Susan Saran and Gina Davis, the two lead actresses in that movie had a bit of a reunion. Let's see, anything else interesting? Susan Saran is 74 years old, surprisingly older than I realized. Uh, but nonetheless, that was a kind of pioneering movie with two female strong rebel kind of leads. Uh, let's see. And they said they were a little bit surprised at some of the pushback. Let's see. Uh, so here's yeah, Gina Davis, 65 years old. Uh, recalled how 30 years ago the press had thought this was going to open doors for more opportunities for female-driven films moving forward. Uh, 
It did, but not like I thought it would. Still a far way to go for that for strong female leads of all types of genres, not just a movie like this. Yeah, so I misspoke earlier, 25, it's not 25, it's a 30 year reunion. Also gave Brad Pitt his big debut. A lot of ladies love a young Brad Pitt in that one. Still love a Brad Pitt. No, I've never seen the movie, but I've heard it's good. My wife's seen it, says it kind of drags on, kind of slow. I don't know. A lot of people like it, but nonetheless, as a human and a person that likes to have people have rights and equal loving treatment, uh, I would like to see more female-driven movies of all genres, comedies, serious things, all over the place. So interesting thing here, another one that popped up, uh, the final of the five today, uh, transgender activist and reality star Jazz Jennings, I admit have not heard of this person, uh, had, has a yeah, 20 years old and has a real serious eating disorder. And the part that flagged this on me is in the last two years has gained 100 pounds. That is quite a substantial thing. Uh, it stands out to me mostly because uh, eating disorders, I don't think people appreciate how serious they are. And they can make you lose weight, gain weight, and they are very real. Now, not to say that you can't learn to live with and treat these things and conquer some of these things. I believe all that is true, but they're also very real. And this uh, person managed to gain 100 pounds in two years. That is a, little, that is a significant thing. Hopefully, uh, stay healthy. Uh, let's see. Anything else here? Not a whole lot. I don't know who this person is. I'm sure, lovely individual. Nonetheless, 100 pound weight gain in two years is a lot and probably is a serious eating disorder byproduct. So if you, ever, if you know somebody with serious weight gain or serious weight loss going on, check how that person is doing, how he or she is processing things, could have a lot more going on, could be depression, anxiety, eating disorders, lots of things. But serious weight gain or serious weight loss is often indicative of other things going on more serious below the surface. So look out for your fellow human with that. So as a recap of today's The Five on my third solo day, I think, fourth solo, I don't know. I'd like to have someone else next to me to bounce these ideas off of, but it is just me. Uh, we had NCAA, gonna have to pick players as time goes on here because the Supreme Court has ruled that they might have to because they can't just treat these players as they see fit. And once the Supreme Court says that you don't have too many options left to fight it. It is the highest court in the land. USA worker leverage, more and more people needing workers for their businesses. So you end up with a power balance shift. The dynamic of balance, the dynamic of power will shift. Let's see what else we got here. I forgot. You could tell how prepared I am for these things. Uh, yeah, council rebounds going up. Uh, people booking lots of things, including Madison Square Garden with proof of vaccination required. Uh, Thelma and Louise, 30th anniversary, female-led movies, etc. And 100 pound weight gain, so keep an eye out for mental illness of all forms, including eating disorders. I heard somebody say a while ago that the way we think about how we treated mental illness, say, 50, 60, 70 years ago, right? You might end up in an asylum or an institution, whereas now they realize we could have handled that differently. And in some ways, as a person, 
I am embarrassed and ashamed at how other people were treated 50, 60, 70 years ago. And we have come a long way in that area. And I think that the way we look at mental illness 50 years from now, we will still be kind of embarrassed at how it was handled right now because of the impact and severity of it in so, so many people. So reach out to your fellow human, be a good person. If people have something going on, if they have a huge change going on, they could have a mental illness right beneath the surface, maybe barely even hidden, maybe not hidden at all, but look out for your fellow human. And that applies not just today, but every day. Look out for your fellow human. So this is the end of the five for today. Tyler Douth at Flying Solo, as you can see, uh, all over the internets, social media, all over the, if you wanna watch it, Facebook or YouTube is the best one to watch it. If you're looking to listen to it, check any of your podcasting platforms. You can look for TFD Talks. That is the brand. This is listed under, so TFD Supplies or TFD Talks. And this show is The Five. Thank you for watching or listening. Have a great day.